that's why I sent you that text about Mark Strong oh, being about Italian. Oh, about Mark Strong being Italian? That changed my life. It changed his mine. name, Marco. That's not even his name. What is it like, Giuseppe something? It's, hold on, I'm gonna look it up again. I was like, so Mark Strong. I was, Melanie, let oh me tell you. When I tell you, I was in my apartment. I'd had a little bit of wine, and I was watching Rock and Rolla. And I, I initially it started. Initially it started where I was like, I watched a scene, and I was like, how short are these guys? How tall is Mark Strong? He's six two. Um, oh God. And then it was, you know, how Google immediately takes you to like Wikipedia. So I went to Wikipedia, and then I look at the name, and I was like, ha, ha, ha! He's Italian. He's Italian. <laughs> He's Italian. I like stood up and walked to my living room, and then walked back, and then. I think then I messaged you and was like, Melanie, Melanie. <laughs> you had me at... Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you so much for joining us. If it's your first time, welcome. If you're a a repeat customer, welcome back uh, to our podcast where we talk about romance movies and why we love a genre that hates us. Yeah, even though um, it's not necessarily our go-to genre to chill out. Mel, what do you like to watch to chill out? Oh, I love horror pretty much. I'm a horror stan. Uh, but recently, I've been watching a lot of reality TV. Oh. Um, like, on. I've been watching a lot of What Not to Wear from, like, 2003. Ugh. It's been a lot. Um, how about you? Um, I will watch, like, an action or, like, a heist to, like, turn my brain off. Like, a, 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 a lot of times, like, maybe not a great action movie. I watched the movie Next. Uh, with is that the Nicolas Cage. Cage one? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, Have boy. Have you seen it? No, oh. I haven't. Oh, my God. <sighs> Hit Melanie, his hair is so <laughs> bad. It really... Oh. Is it a uh, hair piece or is it just his hair? I think it's him. I think he grew that out. I think <gasps> he grew that out. And he also is like, I would say, maybe too thin. I was like, oh, babe, we got to... Like, um, I watched two... Nicolas Cage movies in the past like two weeks and uh, I was like okay he is it I'm like is he okay I mean obviously I'm gonna know or maybe he's better than all of us maybe I, he, I mean he's laughing all the way to the bank you know? I mean I uh, he's wild I also had a while watching it had a conversation with uh, my good friend Alice shout out to Alice um, hey Alice um, I, I was like what if I was like, hey, this is my boyfriend, and I just showed up with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> how how dare you? How could you do this to me? What would you? I posited the same question. What if you were? What if I was like, hey, I'm dissing this guy, and it was Nicolas Cage? Honestly, I would be so happy for you. But oh. also, like, just really sad that it wasn't me. I would be, like. I mean, I would, I would be confused. I'd be like, "How did this happen?" Anyway. I mean, I would be confused too, because Nicolas Cage isn't really your vibe. He, I feel like he very much is not in terms of like, um, sexually or romantically. He's not my vibe at all. I feel like he's kind of. I feel like he's a little freaky deek. He would be. I, I vibe with him. Yeah, that's more your type of dude. You like, yeah. A, you like a wiry man, like when you when you're not with like a beardy like. When uh, I'm not with a bearded beefcake, I yeah. love a tall, slender, awkward like man. nerd. You love an awkward bitch. Um. Yeah. Um. But I mean, okay. Can we just talk about too how like recently I have been so vindicated with my opinion about Nicolas Cage as the greatest actor of our generation? Yes. Yeah. You literally you've said I that. I am in perhaps vindicated. Sorry. You no, know, oh. don't apologize for that. <laughs> um, she oh, said it in maybe our second episode, and then I sent her a, 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 a 
direct quote from a review about his latest film that said he is perhaps the greatest actor of his generation. Yeah, late to the party, but thank you for joining. We won't judge you for being late. We're just happy that you're here. Love the Nicolas Cage stands. Who the fuck is we? I was going to say, who the fuck is we? I mean, it's um, ap- I can't be the only one. No, you're not. <laughs> the thing about Nicolas Cage is that he takes such wide swings that you're like, there are times when it really works, but there are also times when you're like, what is happening right now? He My favorite is when he screams the alphabet. Incredible. I think that's from Vampire's Kiss, but it I'm is. not sure. I, it yeah. is. I... I <laughs> Um, I think my I have many a favorite. I think my favorite is when in Moonstruck when he's like, and I bake bread, bread, bread. And he's like yelling about bread. Oh, so <laughs> good. Have you seen? We have to watch Moonstruck anyway. We don't watch any of those films today. Oh We're not God, talking about a Nicolas Cage at all. This week we watched uh, a, a movie that, in my opinion, may or may not be gaining some kind of weird cult status, but we watched Boz Lerman's Romeo Plus Juliet. We did. Um, I don't know if it's, like, I mean, maybe cult in that, like, young, like, the this gen is figuring, like, watching it again. Uh, but it did, I think it did really well, like, commercially. It did well. It did. That's um, the so it the success from this is what let him make Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and by him we mean Buzz Buzz Lerman. And yeah. oh boy, oh this boy. movie I hadn't seen it in probably since high school. Same, um, fully same. And I was watching it just like this movie is insane. Um, <laughs> it I, also has an all star all star cast. Okay, this ca- when we've I got t- Paul Sorvino, mm-hmm. we've got Christina Pickles, who is the the mom from The Wedding Singer. We've got Jamie Kennedy with the cameo. We've got Lou, uh, not Luis Guzman. Oh my God. Are you oh. fucking kidding me? Luis Guzman. Do you mean John Leguizamo, you yes. fucking bitch? <laughs> I was thinking of another, another. I was thinking of the Count of Monte Cristo because they. <laughs> Is Luis Guzman in the Count of Monte Cristo? Yes, yes. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. What? Yeah. He plays he plays one of the Italian pirates. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay, I haven't He seen plays him. he plays Jacopo. Okay. Well I actually didn't know that. I do enjoy Luis Guzman. Oh well I apologize to the entire world for mixing up John Leguizamo. They don't Luis even Guzman. look alike, ho. I know, <laughs> I know. I think I don't know why I just did that. And it's weird because I had a sexual awakening watching John Leguizamo as Tybalt. So I mean, he I here's the thing. There are two performances in this movie that I think even people who don't care for this film at all like undeniably they're like okay these two fucking killed it and there's John Leguizamo as Tybalt and Harold Perrineau as Mercutio those two you're like oh okay yeah they knew that you want to talk about people who understood the assignment and it's those motherfuckers yeah truly truly like honestly they are the if you're gonna watch this movie for anything watch it for those two Tybalt and Mercutio whoa mere Tybalt and Mercutio. Mercutio? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I watched that Romeo and Juliet movie from Shakespeare. Oh, it was just delightful. I watched so that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, and yeah. So handsome. So cute. He's so but cute. He's so cute, but he's so tall and skinny like a string beard. Oh, we need to fill oh. him up. We need to fan him out. Well, I'll go bring him a cherry pie. No, what are you I gonna think, bring? <laughs> I'm gonna bring him some mac and cheese, and I'm gonna bring him oh. some. No, I might bring him some funeral potatoes. Funeral? That sounds delicious! Oh, oh my gosh! Do you know, when wait, am wait. I invited over for dinner? <laughs> you know what uh. you did. what you feel about this because uh listeners for those of you who maybe are just tuning in for the first time or maybe you're not oh my god thank you so much for tuning Um, in 
Yeah, A, thank you. B, um, I just moved from Arizona to New Jersey because uh, I'm going to law school. It starts in 10 days. I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah, um, baby. We love it. But, but this is the first movie for the pod that Allie and I have not watched together. I know. I missed you, so I missed you. I missed you, too. It was, um, it was weird. But, but now the benefit to you listeners is that you get to hear our like first reactions with each other. Okay. I... All right, this movie. Um, there's stuff I really, there's stuff I really like about this movie, and I think, mm-hmm. like, it's very clear in what it wants, and like, it's visually. I don't. I I'm like, ooh, this is pretty. This is good. I like it, and all the mm-hmm. clothes. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And um, there, are, the soundtrack is absolute banging. And, and here's the thing. A, val- a, a common criticism I feel of this movie, and particularly of people who are big Shakespeare people, or fans, or scholars, or what have you, um, is that um, you kind of lose the words in this. Like you, I, I, it's not like oh, I fully understand what the dialogue means and what everyone is saying when I watch this movie. Because um, like I don't think you leave this movie being like oh wow the words you're like that visually this was insane and b- film is a visual medium and i think like you do need to adapt it for the screen but i i don't know that i would sh- like if i were teaching this in uh, like a high school or something i don't know that this would be my go-to to show the kids to be like this is how uh like this will help you understand what these words mean that being said, this movie is fun as hell. This movie is so fun. Everyone is screaming all the time. Everyone is in fun oh outfits. Oh my god. Give <laughs> me a young, sad Leonardo DiCaprio scream crying. Oh, baby! I Here's the thing. This Baz Luhrmann, I don't think DiCaprio ever looks as good as when Baz Luhrmann is in charge of how he looks on camera. I think I, that's true. Like, Because even in... Um, when they did Gatsby, it was like, okay, DiCaprio looking good, mama. Yeah, work. Work, um, bitch. Okay, work. bitch. Okay, you fucking West Egg bitch. Um, <laughs> wait, was he? Yeah, he was West Egg, right? Oh, I don't know yes. a lot about the he, West Egg. West Egg is new money, and East Egg is old money, I believe. Oh, I did not care for that book, so I blocked it out as soon as I didn't have to write essays about it anymore it, in school. It's a book that Whatever, we don't need to get yeah, it's guess, a book. It's um, a book. I, you know, how did you, you know, feel, Melanie? Oh, you wait. Know, I, no, I think I agree with you. And mm-hmm. I'll say, I, I think, first of all, I think this is a beautifully shot and staged film. It, oh. if nothing else, it is so interesting to look at. Yes. And intentionally. And I think, so. yeah, and I think that that's one of the many layers that makes this a really, really good movie. And, um, I'll just give a little background about myself is that like I used to be before I got super duper into like classics and archaeology um, a career that no longer serves me <laughs> I was mega Shakespeare dork I had an encyclopedic knowledge of Shakespeare Okay. yeah and I don't say that to be like eh, I just say it to be like no I could tell you like the page number in my art and complete works of Shakespeare of what oh. things were because I was that much of a nerd Mm -hmm. and this is one in my opinion I'm not an expert but this is one of the best adaptations on film I've ever seen of any Shakespeare yeah really I would not I was not expecting that I don't think it's the best but it's one of the best and I agree with you that the the poetry doesn't necessarily come forth in the way that you'd expect but that's also what i like about it and it's actually quite faithful to the original oh no it's it's super faithful like it's word for word like it's they don't really change much if if anything like it's pretty faithful agreed and that's Mm kind of why i like it though is because uh often when you when you see a shakespeare production or you see an adaptation on film a lot of it can be just like, I'm an actor, and I'm saying Shakespeare, and mm-hmm. I don't really give a shit what it means, but here you go. Fuck you, you fucking groundlings. Yes. Um, and I liked that I could 
you can get the feeling behind what everyone's trying to say. Like, there's never a point in this movie where you don't understand someone's motivation, and I think that's because the acting is so good. And especially because those two supporting characters, Tybalt and Mercutio, really understood the assignment. I mean, they they fucking, they're the best. Um, I And without them, we don't get the central... <laughs> The central no. plot twist. Uh, so yeah, and and um, I think I would agree. Like, because I think I, something I think is interesting is when people are like, oh, "This isn't good Shakespeare. It's too dramatic. Like, it's too wild and crazy." I'm like, "You think?" I'm sorry. I'm do, sorry. Do you, you mean Shakespeare? You mean Shakespeare? The motherfucker who had you had you mean the motherfucker who had to entertain like people of ra- like a big range of like class. Stand. I, I, hold on. What's the word I'm looking for? Like I can't. Social standing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You had to entertain a, a whole group of people, um, for like and have four it fucking hours, to, and it had to be interesting for all of them always. And that's also why all of it is like a lot of his stuff is so tonally crazy because you're like, oh my god, why did they kill that person after they just proposed to them or whatever? You know, it's like yeah, because you had to keep people's attention you know to keep it going people have to be like oh shit what that's and like, that's why there's so many dick jokes yeah <laughs> so if, many honestly like not 80 to 90 percent of the time if you're like i don't know what this line means it's a dick joke yeah um when romeo says why is my pump well flowered it's a joke about his pee-pee here's the thing even in um Oh, God, I forget which play this is, but when there's one, what's the one where they say some have greatness thrust upon them? That's a uh, dick joke. Uh, uh, is it, tw- it's Twelfth Night, is it? I believe so. I believe so. God, my, how the mighty have fallen. I would have been able to quote you that uh, oh, 10 you years ago. Fake fan, fake, fake Shakespeare fan. fan. Yeah, you, oh, you like Shakespeare? Name three of his songs. Name every song, <laughs> three of his songs. Um, oh, but you know what's a fun fact about this before we like get into the plot? I'm assuming everyone knows the basic plot of Romeo and Juliet. We'll still I would live. I would fucking live if someone was like, "What happened?" <laughs> oh god. Um, I went to Shakespeare camp in high school. Okay. Um, and that's where we met our mutual friend Allison. Shout out to Allison. Shout out to Allison. Hi, honey. And that's how we met through Allison. Um, that's where Allison and I met. And part of what we had to do was we had a monologue or soliloquy, and we would work on it with a mentor who was part of the company at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. And it was so cool. And I really wanted to do the Queen Mob speech, but, and this is my own idiocy, I didn't have a portable copy of R&J. I only had Hamlet. So... Uh, I was studying abroad for most of that summer, so when I had to actually memorize my soliloquy, or my monologue, rather, uh, I ended up doing the Player King speech about the fall of Troy from Hamlet, because I didn't have a book copy of Romeo and Juliet, and I was fucking pissed, but... Um, this is if that I, I think if that tells you anything about me. I was just like this sixteen-year-old girl, and my mentor, uh, rest in peace to Catherine Coulson, aka Log Lady from Twin Peaks. She what? Yeah, are you kidding was, me, ma'am? No, Melanie. What? What? You never told me Log Lady was your mentor. Yeah, she was very sweet, and she she just took it in stride. I was like this 16-year-old asshole being like, I'm doing the Player King speech from Hamlet, and she was like, okay. <laughs> if you want to, hey, Melanie, I may be able to top that. Do you want to hear some shit? You know what yeah, monologue yeah. I did at 11? Yeah. Uh, Cleopatra, his legs bestrid the ocean. <laughs> oh. An 11-year-old being like, I'm doing this speech about this... Uh, I think I assumed it was about how much I, I... Here's the thing. I couldn't tell you what that's about now. <laughs> but 11-year-old <laughs> me was like, I am i can't believe how lucky everyone's parents are to hear me say this. <laughs> Children um, doing Shakespeare is truly one of my favorite things in the world. It's, I love it. I live for it. Oh, anyway. okay. Here's a question. So if you had to do, like, now as, like, an almost... Oh, oh well, you are 30. As a 30-year-old woman... Oh, my God. Um, what believe? Shakespeare, what monologue or soliloquy would you do now? Like, what I'd, what would your dream one be? I don't think I'd do any of them. Um, no, I, <laughs> oh, God, I don't know, because here's the thing. This is something I've been thinking, I think about, is there's so many of his 
works that I like haven't read or haven't seen. Um, so part of me is like, is there one that maybe I would really love or really connect to, but I just haven't um, found yet? Um, I don't know. Like, cause also the way I met our mutual friend Allison was also through a theater camp, and when <laughs> I we're was such dorks. God, fucking. <sighs> Dorks. Anyway, we. So sorry, um, I interrupted you. Keep going. No, but I was uh, Helena, and she was Hermia, and um, I don't know. Oh I did God, that at the time. we love we love a children's production of Midsummer. We. It, love. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to see Midsummer if it's not done by a bunch of teens who are upset. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm not interested. If it's a bunch of adults who really understand the characters, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. I'll pay you money, but like. I guess what I'm gonna watch the teens. I'm gonna watch the teens who just are doing Shakespeare and are for the f- like maybe the first time, and are just like, uh, "Thy men so good, what's stained with blood?" I want to see that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. It. It. Anyway. Uh. We are not talking about this fucking movie. Well, can let's I, get into it. Can so I mention something about yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. that I forget every every single time i forget that paul rudd is in this movie yes that he plays um paris yeah and you know what they because also the th- a thing they do in this movie is they have them have like first name it's like ted montague and shit um and paul rudd's name is dave paris oh. <laughs> dave oh. paul rudd as dave also like a young okay this movie has fucking everyone. It's got a young Paul Rudd. It has a young Leo DiCaprio. Young Claire Danes. Yeah. Claire um, Danes in a wig. That wig. Ugh. That wig. Ugh. And, ugh, oh God. Yeah. Um, I, ugh, that wig. That wig. Can I, can I mention something? And I think maybe this is intentional. Yeah. But you know the Montague, like, crew? Yeah. While I do, and also the Capulet crew, like, everyone... I, I fuck with these outfits so heavily. Uh, many a Halloween costume sprang from this movie for many people, and mm. frankly, I feel like they would still hold up. Here's... Am I supposed to be charmed by the Montagues? <laughs> I don't I f- know. Because I don't like these people. All they do is scream. Like, Jamie Kennedy just screams all of his lines. Um... And I believe that was the direction because they were like, okay, this is like crazy energy that we need right off the bat. But it, it kind of is like, all right, um, I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not like charmed by any of them, you know? <laughs> like, I but I think, think that's I'm the point. I think you're yeah. kind of supposed to be like, oh, these are assholes. All Romeo's friends are assholes and Romeo is an asshole. Yeah, Except and um, no. I did like that Romeo is a fucking klutz in this movie. The amount of times that he's, like, knocking shit over, falling down, stumbling. I was like, yeah, fuck you, you Oh, bitch. yeah, there are lots of pratfalls in this. Um, but uh, that I also, also hate Romeo as a character. I he's hate a fuck boy. Romeo. He's a fuckboy. He's a fuckboy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, okay, I argue that the real, like, the okay, this is my, like, thesis or, like, idea about Romeo and Juliet, and people can disagree with me or whatever, but my interpretation is that it is not tragic. The story is not tragic because they had the greatest love of all time or because it was like they loved in a way that was so big and then they died. The, the love, like, it's tragic because these are two teens who were just super horny for each other and were very rash. But because of their parents' dynamic with each other, because of this stupid fucking, like, gang war... They felt like, oh, no, we have no choice but to make this insane decision and get married immediately and then kill ourselves because of a miscommunication. Like, when in reality, they if, if there wasn't a stupid gang war, they would have just been like, oh, we dated one time and then we broke up. And that would have been fine and we would have went on with our lives. Like, they could have had full lives if they weren't um, so dumb and horny <laughs> and it, during around, you know, the stupid fight mm-hmm. um i don't know if i, I articulated that perfectly but you know what i mean that's like an it's interesting not, take it's i, I interesting don't think it's take. like oh they have the be- like i want what they have like no 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 th- no. <laughs> no i don't know about that it, it, it anyway that's yeah. my thought about i i think that's a really interesting play. take i i would actually argue that the real tragedy begins when mercutio dies 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, that's, well, that's, I think that's like the, um, well, it's the catalyst. It's, it's the like, catalyst for the domino effect for Romeo having to be in exile because he kills Tybalt, mm-hmm. and then all of the miscommunication happening because they're in Verona and he's in Mantua. Um, but but I I I okay my my thesis is I mean who gives a shit? I think it's dependent on how you speak. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Continue. well, what I feel like I'm in a, I feel like in Italian it's not Mantua. Uh, no, you're right. Oh, oh you want to talk about being Italian? Oh, you want to talk about Italian? Okay, anyway, uh, continue. Yeah, do you do you want to really go toe to toe with me on Italian shit right now? I really don't. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, no. Um, I forgot what. Oh, Mercutio. Yeah. So basically, like, Romeo is willing, and this is not a hot take, but like he's willing to set aside the feud for peace after he and Juliet get married because that's how this whole thing with Tybalt starts, right? He goes to the costume party. Tybalt's like, this is a fucking disrespect. And and then Paul Sorvino or Capulet is like, if you fucking do any shit at my party, I'll fucking kill you. So he's like, fine. And he goes to the Montague turf and he starts shit with Romeo because he's like, well, you have to pay for this disrespect even though I mean and I guess he shouldn't have been at the party but whatever but it's that it's that fight scene it's that interaction right once Mercutio dies and Mercutio's literal last words are about how he's dead because of their family feud yeah right which is true he is Mm -hmm. um and it is where like the tonal shift of the play and the frames of the movie happens because b- before yeah, then and while there is like fighting it's mainly like we're young and we're snippy and we're uh, 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 and we're hot yeah and we're, uh, uh, uh. like okay i don't mm-hmm. think that was the most actually no. you know what shakespeare you're right you're loved right that. shakespeare would have loved it he would have loved it he would have been They're, like we love it we're young it we're hot we're young and we're young and dumb and we like to party we like um, to party we like to like we um we're all we wearing do, glitter. We all do of ecstasy. Us. We gender bend. We go to parties on the boardwalk and we hang out in abandoned theater that's also on the beach. Everyone is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's fun. And everyone has a crew cut except for Leonardo DiCaprio and Mercutio. Mercutio. Yeah. And also, actually, I take that back. All the Montague, white boy Montagues have crew cuts. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, but yeah, so, and that's the shift. And then even after, after Romeo kills Tybalt, he's like, la, 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 Juliet's so pretty. I miss her so much. Like, no remorse. No, he's very chill about having murdered someone. <laughs> and in cold blood, too. He murdered, like, like, arguably, Tybalt killing Mercutio is an accident. And it depends on how you stage the fight scene, because in this adaptation, it's not an accident. He like straight up just gets him with a shard of glass, but it it depending on how you stage it and you choreograph the fight scene, it could be somewhat accidental because he really goes there to kill Romeo, mm-hmm. and Mercutio steps in when Romeo won't fight him, but Romeo kills Tybalt point blank in cold blood, straight up murder. I brought you mur, murder. <laughs> No, Judas. Judas. <laughs> um, I love that. I this is a lot. This is something about this podcast. People are like, yeah, we know, but um, it is funny how we often will be like, okay, this is our like thesis about the story in general, and then people are like, but the movie, and we're like, we'll get to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Here's the so, thing. So let uh, what yeah. here, what thing? Tell me. Tell no, me. No, I I think I realized I was gonna say here's the thing, but I realized I already said this. Like I think this is this the prettiest DiCaprio? Um because there are shots up in in this movie where I was like, wow. Although I this is okay, this is also something where I know that I'm like at a d or I'm like growing up or like I've grown up where I'm like, oh this is like a baby. This is like a young this is th- he's very young. This is a very frail young little boy. Yeah, he um, was 21 when they made this. And Claire, oh, here's a fun fact that I learned when I was like researching this movie. DiCaprio was 21. Claire Danes was 17, uh-huh. which is yikes. Oh yeah, but 
Originally, <gasps> Natalie Portman was cast. Yes, I did and, know this. Oh, and sorry. this this movie was made in 1996, and so Natalie Portman would have been 14 or something at the time. No. And uh, they had shot a couple of scenes, and they were like, "Oh, this looks like he's molesting her. We uh, can't yeah. do this." They were like, "We can't watch. We this is a no. This is horrible." <laughs> like, Which yeah. is like a good decision, but B, she's that old in the play. She's 14. Yeah, but also DiCaprio was um, like. I think Romeo is also supposed to be, like, 16 or something. 16, 17. Yeah, there's a whole discussion that um, Capulet and Lady Capulet have about marrying Juliet off to Paris when, when basically, uh, she's mom is like, well, she's young. She's, like, young. And then he's like, well, younger girls have made happier wives, so fuck yeah. you. Um, so it's a lovely younger marriage. Younger than she, our happy mother's maid. I remember that Yes, line. thank you. Because yeah, I remember, we, I remember I, we talked about it in high school, and we're like, oh, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I, um, but, but we should, we should. wig. Her wig in this, babe. Her wig. Uh, I mean, it stays on her head, but that's a wig. That's a <laughs> wig. That is a wig. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um... If you've been playing the drinking game, and if you drink every time I say I would argue, and every time Allie says here's the thing, add that's a wig that's to a wig. <laughs> it's a wig. <laughs> it's a fucking wig. Um, Allie, the, the poor people. D- stop. They're going to get so drunk. <laughs> okay, whatever. Who cares? I don't even give a shit. Um, <laughs> Let's get into the plot, though. Um, basic or, plot. Uh, basic plot of Romeo and Juliet. 60-second rundown. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, in for in. Do you want me to do it? God damn. Oh my god, yeah, I do. Okay, there's the Montagues and the Capulets. They've been fighting for years. Who knows how long? No one even knows why it started, but there's like a big feud between these two families. Romeo is a Montague, Juliet's a Capulet. They meet at a party. They're like, oh damn, <laughs> that person's hot. And then they find out that they're from rival families, and they're like, you know what? Never mind. We're going to get married. We're going to get married. We met a day ago. We're getting fucking married. Um, and then uh, Romeo's friend, Mercutio, is killed by Juliet's cousin. Romeo kills Juliet's cousin. He is banished away from Ven- Venice? Verona. Verona. Oh, my God. And what a dingbat I am. <sighs> no one's going to trust me anymore. idiot! idiot anyway idiot. verona yeah to uh, whatever fair verona where we lay our scene anyway um while romeo is gone no one else oh by the way no one knows that romeo and juliet are married except the priest who married them and right. juliet's nurse right so juliet's parents are like guess what good news you get to marry this guy paris she's like fuck this goes to the priest she's like what am i gonna do Priest is like, good news. I have this potion. It'll make you seem like you're dead for 24 hours. You're gonna like seem dead. Everyone will be like, oh, I guess she's dead. And then once we've pretended that you're dead, um, uh, you'll go away to Romeo. He sends a letter to Romeo to be like, hey, here's some. Here's just a heads up. We're gonna pretend Juliet's dead. He does not get that letter, and finds out that Juliet is dead goes to Juliet's grave, like, tomb, or her funeral, or whatever, is like, okay, I'm gonna kill myself with poison, kills himself with poison, she wakes up as he's, like, dying of poison, or dead of poison, the way it's staged in the movie is that he is dying when she wakes up, anyway, she, uh, she's like, oh my god, I can't believe he's dead, she kills herself, and then there, everyone finds out, and it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be fighting anymore, and uh, that's Romeo and Juliet. Dun, 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 okay. Um, in the it, film, did she say the line uh, uh, "Oh, happy dagger"? Did she say that, or did I miss it? I don't Do think remember? she does. I don't think she does. No, in the movie, I don't think she does because it's. Uh, by the way, all the knives or whatever, and all the swords, whatever, are guns, and they're labeled sword. The guns are labeled sword. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're either swords or daggers, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, it's fun. Um, it was I, fun. Um, but yeah, this, okay. Also, like, here's how you can tell, because the whole premise is that they're star-crossed lovers and it was fate. Well, and this is, how, this is so, how you know that this is just two horny teens making a rash decision. At no point are they like, 
what are we going to do for income? Both of our families are rich, and if they think we're dead or if they don't know where we are, we can't have their money. Nobody talks about where they're going to live, what they're going to do, how they're going to earn a living. Nobody talks about that. Well, why would they? Because they're stupid, horny uh, teenagers. Also, here's the thing. Starcrossed, there's also this big discussion of whether Starcrossed means that they're fated to be together or that their stars are crossed. Their stars don't make sense together. So th- if anything, they weren't fated to fall in love. They were fated to not. It wasn't going to work out from the beginning. That's w- that's an argument that people have made of what Starcrossed might mean. Interesting. Yeah. I don't want to be a bitch, but I've uh, read a few things. Um... <laughs> Okay, can, uh, can I can I say something? Um, yes. There are times, Bez Lerman, it's like, can we stay on a shot for longer than three seconds? No. Um, <laughs> uh, no also, you're right, you're but right. here's, I goddamn love. You know what I have all the time in the world for is the version of when doves cry that happens in this movie. Yes, one of the notes I made, I just wrote Prince. <laughs> Really, yeah, really big. I, it's my favorite. I listen to it. I listen to that just like in in my life. All this, I, it's so good. Um, oh, I did wrote. I'm just looking down at my notes, and I saw that I wrote "redhead in the sun" because it was about Benvolio. He's <laughs> 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 a very redhead man. Oh. Um. Also, uh, Juliet when she goes to the priest to be like, "Help me out." She's wearing a beret. Um, oh, you you love a beret. Love a beret. I also wrote down, stop kissing and use those lips to communicate. And that's how I feel about um, particularly the end of this movie where he just keeps kissing her, what he assumes is her dead face. And it's like... Yeah, that was... I was like, dude, can we... Man. Like, first of all, you think she's a corpse, so this needs to stop. Uh, I, know that's, I know that's in the play ugh. and that the whole thing in the play ugh. is that he's like, and also, wow, for being can dead, we, you can, look Can great. I just say, one of my favorite performances in this whole movie was Miriam Margolis as Miriam Margolis? She was so good. Miriam Margolis it kills it. Um, just fucking Professor Sprout being a fucking badass. And also, can I just say, I think the nurse is actually... I, my, my second favorite character in this play. Mercutio is obviously the first, mm-hmm. but I think the nurse is a fucking homie. She is a homie. She's a real... She's a down girl. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know who my favorite is. I do... Um, when I was in high school and we had to write a paper... We had to, like, write about a character. I wrote about Benvolio, and it's like, of course you've connected to Benvolio. It's like, I'm the one that just wants to make sure that all of our parents are not mad at us and that my friends are okay. Like, okay. His okay. name literally means goodwill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's my dude. Oh, I know what I love. Paul Rudd's dance. What? The Paul Rudd's dance when they're at the party and Claire Danes is dancing with Paul Rudd and the idea is that she's like, keeps looking at Romeo like, oh, this fucking dork. But Paul Rudd, the dance he does is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, he does this like, I don't, you just have to look at it. It's, watch it. It's so good. Um, uh, uh, can we talk about how Mercutio is clearly gay in this adaptation, too? Can we talk about Mercutio is clearly gay and how it was written forever well, and always I mean, and how he yeah. is a gay person and he right. wants to fuck Romeo and is in love with Romeo? Okay, yeah, obviously, number one. But this is one of the only adaptations that I've seen where they actually capitalize on well, it. Well, like honey, he shows you need to watch more adaptations. Anyway, I, Yeah, Rome- first of all, Romeo and Juliet, not my favorite Shakespeare play. I kind oh. of try to avoid it at all costs. Except for my sexual awakening while seeing this movie at age 14. I did not know this about you. And I also... I had a lot of, like, like moments of sexual awakening watching movies like this. And one of them was Tybalt in this movie. Here's the thing. Leguizamo looks phenom in this movie. He is... Honestly, even with that little soul patch and the sideburns, like, glued to his head, he looks... He made it work! So good! He looks great in this movie! Oh my god! With his, like... What? His, like, Guadalupe, um, vest. Uh, He looked great. Um, He really, he really did. I, I felt, I felt something, again, in these old dusty loins. I, uh, anyway, but yeah, Mercutio, yeah, Mercutio loves, uh, Romeo. 
Yeah, Fair obviously. There's Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't know if Romeo is necessarily in love with Mercutio, because Romeo, as previously stated, and as, have, as many important scholars have said, is a fuckboy. Um, but Mercutio definitely is in love with Romeo. Yes. Um, why just is, like just yeah. like how in Hamlet, Horatio definitely in love with Hamlet. Oh, yeah. And first of all, for anyone who's like, oh my god, Shakespeare stuff wasn't gay. First of all, what? everything Shakespeare ever did was fucking gay as shit. Everyone, look, Shakespeare. He was probably it, bi, too. He had to be bi. He was an actor in 15-whatever. He, he was, what do you think? When women was? couldn't act. So, yeah, first of all, the, the performances of these, dudes were kissing each other on stage. And one of them was in a wig. Uh, yes. I Oh, can I read? This is probably one of my favorite things about Shakespeare. Tim Murray, uh, I think, tweeted this. Let me find yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Tim Murray, I love. Uh, great podcast called um, Sleepover. Um, uh but it says, for being the greatest writer of all time, Shakespeare Shakespeare sure did write a lot of I fucked the wrong person because they had a wig on plot lines. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's a lot of like, oh, I didn't know. It's like, what if my job was writing fun stuff with my friends where I just kiss all my good buddies? Yeah. Um, yeah and that's, that's theater, not- guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also, uh, anytime there's a Sebastian... An Antonio pair, they are specifically gay. They are in love. Well, I forget which, which one is Sebastian and Antonio. Uh, Bassanio is a common nickname for uh, Sebastian. So there's definitely, there's in The Merchant of Venice, there's one. Oh. Um, oh. And I believe there's another in Twelfth Night. If memory serves, Probably there's a lot of God. there's a lot of these like pairs of names that pop up, and Sebastian mm-hmm. and Antonio are, are two of them. Here's the thing: I like both of those names. They're great names. I said, "Here's the thing." God damn it! I've never met a Sebastian that I didn't like. I don't know that I've ever actually met a Sebastian. I just I like know a name. lot of them. Yeah. What is your life? Wh- who are you hanging around? You're around a bunch of Sebastians. I don't fucking know, but so far I'm here and I'm alive and I'm almost 30, so. Um, Can we talk about how watching this, I'm like three weeks away from turning 30 and I felt like, I was like, I am older than half this cast was at the time of making this movie. Oh, yeah, no, I really felt that while watching it. Because I I watched it when I was in high school and I was like, (sighs) and watching it at 30, I'm like, this, oh god, these fucking these kids. Yeah, Everyone's so just young. Yeah, but, and here's the thing: Oof, thirty is not old. We're young. No, but it's like, not. But the whole point of this is is really being very young and being very like. Also, like it, it's set it's set during a time when you would die by the time you were fifty anyway. So, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> so I, they were all having midlife crises. Yeah, crises. Crises. Crises, crises, crises. I think I think a good thing. I think something this movie does effectively. Because I don't know that we've actually talked about what this movie. I, we've talked about what this movie does well and what it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like P- oh, it's Pete Postlethwaite. Pete Postlethwaite as uh, the uh, friar is not great. Oh yeah, he. Um, he, um, Can we talk about how when we first see the friar though, he's like shirtless. Why is he shirtless? And there are just two young boys watching him. He's in in a a greenhouse. He's in a greenhouse, shirtless, talking about how plants are so great because they can like cure you and make you feel good, and they can also kill you. And he's like, and thus there's also the duality of man. And there's Uh. just two like boys who couldn't be more than like seven or eight years old, just sitting there with him. Just watching why was, him. What? Why was that there? Why were they there? And then they're like, oh, hey, Romeo. What? What is... I... What? What's happening? I, I um, don't... I don't know. And I did not like that. But that's I, pretty much the only thing I didn't like. I'm... There were... I feel like there are a few other things. Like, there are times when lines are repeated. And I'm like, I don't know that we needed to repeat this line. Because if they wanted, to, they wanted to repeat it, they would have just... Oh, yeah. Right. When when he and Tybalt, Romeo and Tybalt are fighting. And yeah, he's but like, they, either, either you or me or both of us. Just like, yeah, dude, but shut they the also, fuck up. They also repeat the beginning twice. Yes. Yes. Why was the prologue 
Why did it happen twice? We have once with that newscaster lady who also does Which I think is really effective. I actually really like that it's a newscast. Um, I liked it. I think they should have picked one. I think that's either they should have done the newscast or they should have done the like, oh, 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 like yeah. fast, like Capulets and Montagues mm-hmm. facing off for the last time. I really, something I love that Brian Dennehy is Ted Montague. Yeah, fuck and fuck. Ted Montague. Ted Montague. Um, I did love Paul Sorvino in this movie, though. Love Paul Sorvino. When he's yelling and he has that, like, gold highlighter on his cheek. Yes! Loved yes! It. Yeah, um, he's basically dressed up as Dionysus at the costume party, loved it, I think. Loved it, loved when it. When he slaps Tybalt, I was like, oh! Wonderful. Oh. Wonderful. Um, I, uh, I feel like I was going to say, oh, I do think this movie is effective at, um, be making you, like, when you watch it, you feel feel um you're like oh these teens i hope it works out for these teens and it won't it's not going to this is the this is spoiler this is the movie where it doesn't work out for the teens um (laughs) but (laughs) um like the i i think it's actually very clever and effective that the balcony scene is moved to the swimming pool yeah i think so too i liked that and it also is very, it's also very, like, horny teen to be, like, we're whispering at each other in a pool and we're making out in a pool. Yeah. Like, that's very, that's very horny teen to do that. Oh, to be a teenager and see someone and be like, let's make out and get married. Can't relate. Hormones. Can't relate. Um, the brother <laughs> from Bring It On is the, a friend in this, one of the boys in this. Oh, yeah. He plays Balthazar. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. But he sh- showed up. He, he shows up at the wedding, and he's also the one that says like, "Hey, Juliet's dead." Um, but he, sh- I, I was like, I forgot. Th- I f- it, this movie is full of stuff where I'm like, I forgot they're in this movie. Um, yeah, Melanie, I have a question for you. Would you recommend yeah. this movie? You know, I think I would. I think I would. I I would too. Like like I said, I don't know. If I were an English teacher or a drama teacher, I don't know that this would be my like go-to to show my teen students or something. Of like, okay, this is really gonna show you what these words mean. But I, I, this is a fun movie. I'm not against this movie. I see. Li- I, yeah. I actually disagree with you. If I were an English teacher, I would show this to my students because, like, one of the things, and I say this having taught Shakespeare before. Um, when I was a high school teacher, when I taught Latin, just so you can know my credentials aside from like, my, enormous, mm-hmm. my enormous dorkiness, um, when the English teacher was out for a few weeks and I filled in teaching the Scottish play to the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one thing that I've always learned is that Shakespeare is meant to be heard, not seen. Agreed. Agreed. Like it, the text is meant to be heard. Agreed. And the most effective, like, sure, you can do a literary analysis, like, if you want to get into, like, the meter of the poetry and the rhyme scheme and blah, 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 blah. Everyone's favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if you're just trying to, like, get a bunch of 17-year-olds who don't want to be there to, like, understand what's going on, you have them read it out loud and talk about it. So I would actually show this to my, of course, like, with permission because of the sassy time. But I would, I would show them this, and I would be like, "Do you understand the, the purpose behind the words? Yeah, like, I do think you understand why these things are happening?" Yeah, I think, uh, obviously, I would show people. I think I, I think I'd be more inclined to show like, maybe like an RSC thing or like something from the Globe, one of those types of vibes. Um, yeah, I mean, the listen, Royal Shakespeare Company is always going to deliver. But again, like. I think especially I, This for is a, a great intro. Like, this yeah, is definitely a, a movie intro. that's great to get teens to be like, oh, I care about Shakespeare. Because it's can like, I oh, it can be say, fun and loud and exciting. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it is fun and loud and exciting. And I think this play in particular should be those things. Yes. Oh, um, otherwise, why are we doing this? I'm right. not interested if it's, if right. it's like, guys, we're really, this is the most beautiful prose and we have to really like, uh, like no, fucking show me. I'm, fuck you. No, yeah, this is far. why people. This is why it's hard to get people to go see fucking Shakespeare because of asshole. Anyway, yes, and because it's like it's sh- first of all, it should be accessible because it's meant to be accessible. That's it was written by like, hey, everybody, come sit in this big fucking pit and watch these 
dude. Watch me make out with my friends. <laughs> Watch on me stage. make out with my friends. And they were like, um, we love it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I will yes. say it's, it's refreshing. And maybe this is like a little shady, but like it's so refreshing to see a film adaptation of Shakespeare that has nothing to do with Kenneth Branagh. Oh, shade. Here's the thing. I do like Kenneth Branagh. And I do think like Kenneth Branagh has done a lot of like good in the way of getting people who maybe not would not be as interested or maybe wouldn't have understand Shakespeare as well like a movie going audience to like watch Shakespeare or enjoy Shakespeare and I do like his much ado um his much ado is is my is uh, one of my favorite Shakespeare adaptations perfecto perfecto but my favorite I agree one is is uh, yeah. the David Tennant Catherine Tate that one is so goddamn good. That's the best one, in my opinion. Um, but I think be, you're but, right. Um, Kenneth Branagh definitely has value in, like, the Shakespearean film crew. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not against just, it. But I will say, I do kind of agree with you that it is fun to see one where it's not just like, I am Kenneth Branagh, and I and, am the and lead I'm in the this main movie. Character. Yeah, and I directed it, and I'm Hamlet, and I'm Jesus, and And you're like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, babe. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that whole part of Hamlet... I don't think that was in the play where Hamlet is Jesus. I don't think so. Oh, full disclosure, I'm going to admit something. I haven't seen Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. It's like it's like three hours. It's like it's it's like the it's full four so, hour shebang. It's so long. It's so long. And and Kate Winslet plays Ophelia, and she is like way way younger than Branagh, and they have a sex scene, no and thanks. it's just like. Uh, and Charlton Heston plays the player king, and I think he actually did a pretty good job. Um, uh, but it's just, it's so long. <laughs> oh my god. I might, uh, here's the thing. I might, I'm, I, part of me feels like I'll watch it and love it. <laughs> just like kind of, I it's great. It's not bad. Uh, it's actually really good. It's just like, you gotta be in it for the long haul. Yeah, you should take I, an intermission. Ooh, I after act three, take an intermission. We gotta take a nap after intermission. Yeah. Um, so we'd, we, we would both recommend this movie. Um, yeah. Was um, it romantic? It, I would say, um, yeah. I, here's the thing. I think, it, like, there is part of me um, that kind of is a, a little bit rooting for these dumb, horny teens to make it work. Because I'm like, oh, they really like each other. Yeah, I... I'm conflicted. Um, because I am newly single and extremely bitter right now, so... Love makes me want to puke, but I do okay. think that this was romantic. Okay. I mean, okay. full disclosure, love has always made me want to puke. But now say. that I, but now that I don't have it anymore, I'm extra pukey. Hey, I, your feelings are valid. You're allowed to, you know, love. You have a different love in your life, and you, but you still have love around you. If I can, but you're also allowed to be like pissed and annoyed and. Thank upset. you. No, I'm. It's not that I feel like I'm unloved by like my chosen family and family and and close friends and things like that. It's just. But you like, don't. You don't have the person that you thought you were gonna. It's it's different than it was. Oh, we were we were gonna get married, and now yeah. I'm single. So if that gives you an idea, uh, da 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 da. Uh, but I did think this movie was romantic, despite myself. Uh, did you think it was sexy? It felt weird. It feels weird to say, but it kind of was. There were po- there are moments yeah. that I think are legitimately sexy, but it also I, this also says something because I'm like in my thirties now in my thirties now where I'm like God, these kids stop touching each other stop it this yes. is gross I don't want to yes. see this I, I felt I, I was like know. stop kissing stop yeah. doing this this is this, gross I don't want to see this yeah the sexiness was not Claire Danes and Leonardo uh, DiCaprio for me it was no. fully Tybalt and Mercutio fully it was fully. <laughs> They were the sexy beasts upholding this entire film. And I liked them. I, liked them I hope too. they're doing I hope they're doing well. They John Leguizamo. Fine. John, John, if you're listening, John Leguizamo, I'm so sorry that I said that you were Luis Guzman. I can't I'm believe so, I I'm cannot so, believe John, I'm so sorry. Luis, I'm so sorry. Is, is, here's here's my question. Do you think it was because it was Leguizamo and your brain switched the U and the L and the E and the all like do you think that's what was happening? Yeah, because I know that they're distinct actors. I'm trying to like figure this out for okay, I think maybe I, I, I honestly think I just had like a brain moment because I'm full I'm on a nocturnal schedule right now so my mm-hmm. sleep schedule is all out of whack 
So I also am all out of whack. So Franklin Zamba's like, honestly kind of got it. If we're be- uh, like we're being real, he can get he it. He can get it. Like he knows what's up. Um. Uh. Also, Harold Panda looks. Also, he looks basically the same now. Oh. Both of them. I realize yeah. both both Harold Perrineau and um, John Leguizamo basically look the same today. And Paul Rudd. Melanie, I have a, an, an important question for you. Yes? Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I feel it in my bones. I, okay, I believe that I have one, but unless you have one that you really are looking to do. No, no, you go. Okay. I feel like we need to do the classic Romeo, Tybalt. Mercutio. Oh, God. Well, obviously, we're killing And this Romeo. movie specifically. Yeah. Wait, you what? I'm Ob- sorry, I spoke over you. Oh, it's okay. Obvi- I mean, maybe it's not obvious, but I would for sure kill Romeo, because Romeo's a fuckboy. I, mm, frankly, um, yes. Frankly, yes. And I Correct. would probably... I'm torn, okay? I'm torn between... Nothing's Tybalt. fine. I'm torn. Yeah, I'm... I'm torn between Mercutio and Tybalt in this movie because mm-hmm. I think Tybalt may be a little too intense and obsessed with this feud. So, like, yes. maybe I would just fuck him. But also, like, Mercutio is very sassy. Fuck. Uh, I'm marrying Mercutio. And we have this, like, fun, frankly kind of gay, like, queer situation. And I'm fucking Tybalt. Because Tybalt... Is look, you know, I know, I feel like Tybalt is not there to sustain our relationship necessarily. Tybalt's not going to be like, "I love you." He's like, "I got to fight," but he is very sexy. So we're we're having intercourse with we're having intercourse. <laughs> we're doing sex on. We're him. doing sex on Tybalt. And Honestly, I agree. I think that's the play. I think I would right? do the same thing. Mercutio for being like a kind of also a fuckboy. He's frankly, I see him being more romantic because he is so fucking committed to Romeo. He's like, "Where is Romeo? We gotta look for Romeo." Okay, we're after the party. I'm gonna yell for Romeo. Not in this. I realize they don't really do that in this movie. He looks so good in drag. Oh Ooh, my baby. god, beautiful! Oh, gorge! That lipstick, kill me, kill me. Very bright red. Um, it really popped. Hot. It looked, beautiful. He looks great. He looked great. Oh my god, that I would like deep red. I would marry red. him. Uh, I would too. Honestly, I would great. marry Mercutio too. Can you imagine having someone love you that much and be that committed? Can't, hashtag yeah. can't relate. Can't relate. I mean, can't relate, man. I Can you imagine being like, yeah, I I, I realized I was basically just going to repeat what you said. So. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, we, I Listen, love that both of us are like, I am we not, kill Romeo. Guys, Fuck Romeo. Guys, Ladies and germs, I am not bitter because I'm single now. <laughs> okay. oh I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Babe, oh, no, babe. Oh, no, babe. Wait. Oh, babe. And this is my origin story for being a supervillain. I'm convinced. This is it and not all your other shit? Not all my other Sorry. trauma? <laughs> that was, that, was that bad? I probably shouldn't have. That no, was, that was funny. Whatever. That was funny. <laughs> anyway, this was... I. I really, I had a good, yeah, I had this a good time watching it. It. Yeah. it is fun. I had a good time watching it. I had a good time talking about it. And I'm going to have a good time reminiscing about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a wild ride. It's very loud. Everyone does scream. Um, a lot of screaming in this a movie. A lot of yeah. screaming yeah. in this movie. There's so much screaming where it's like, okay, well, we're, I guess that's how we're going to deliver these lines. Um, but I don't hate it. So overall, I think we recommend this movie. This is Hundo Percento. Very, this is very delightful. Good. This is a delightful um, movie. This movie is fun. It's also it's so nineties. Oh, it's yeah, colorful the and the and soundtrack. The soundtrack the, it's we've got what Radiohead, The Cardigans, um, uh, others. <laughs> that a, I don't a remember. Child, a child singing a Prince song. Um, yeah, Prince. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, and also that child. I hope that child's doing well because they had a beautiful voice. Oh my God, his voice was perfect. His voice was perfect. One of us is probably going to do a deep dive on that on that choir boy with the, with the perfect beautiful voice, and to do that, we'll use the internet, which is the perfect segue into sharing our social media. So if you enjoy what you heard, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Hell No Cast. 
You can also find episodes and an email form to contact us on our website, hellnocast.com. And you can listen to us where podcasts are found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And, you know, leave us a like, a five-star review, share us with your friends. Um, We really just appreciate you tuning in, and we do work really hard on this, uh, both with the prep and with making sure that we are hilarious for you. So we do appreciate all your support and your interaction, so definitely share us with your friends. Um, And Tiffer, shout out to Tiffer and Gabby with Baby Margot. They're doing well. They're healthy and safe. And so we are are awaiting Tiffer's return eagerly. I think today was a... Today was less chaotic than it yes. has been. What do you mean? <laughs> what about past episodes has shown some kind of break in our psyches? I, I don't. I'm fine. I <laughs> we are both great. I'm we are fine. both great. I'm fine. Both With a capital F I N E, fine. Like you nanny fine. Hey, you know what? You know what fine means, right? What? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Oh no! That's from the remake of the Italian Job that I watched oh, more than no. once as a very young teen. I feel um, attacked. I feel attacked. It's okay. It, uh, it's uh, did you ever see that movie? I have the one with Charlize Theron <laughs> yeah. and Mark Wahlberg. I know. Oh god! Fuck Mark Wahlberg, man. Anyway, um, and on that note, <laughs> this has been you had me at hell. No, I've been Allie, and I've been Mel. Um. Wait, should we close out with a Shakespeare? Qu- I don't. Oh no, I don't. I can't think of a single goddamn Shakespeare quote in my whole brain. What you egg? <laughs> <laughs> exits pursued by a bear. Yes. Exit pursued by a bear. Be- by a, by an egg. We're gonna an egg. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna exit. Exit <laughs> pursued by a bear. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Love you. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille.